Welcome to episode 292 of the Ventograd Podcast. My name's Richard and I'm a keen grow your owner. Today, I'm not on my own. I have been joined by my good friend, Mr. The legend, Lee Connolly. Lee, how you doing, mate? Thank you, man. <laughs> Thanks for having me on again, dude. Always, always a pleasure. Especially as today is my birthday, I thought, oh, I've got to have my Ventograd Podcast family and obviously you're one of those larger members of that family so um thank you for joining me like the granddad the father the the, um like i say the legend yeah yeah always (laughs) (laughs) happy birthday mate thank you very much thank you very much well we're going to chat about some gardens and shows that we visited in the past in just a moment but firstly we'll talk about what i've been up to and what you've been up to today in the garden do you want to go first what have you been up to love to go first mate right i'll tell you what i've been doing right so i've had an awesome like i spoke about this not long ago on my own podcast but i've been growing from seed and you know the trouble i have growing from seed because usually sort of ties in nicely about what we're talking about today usually i sow my seeds and then i'm away for two weeks at a time come back then away again for a week at different shows doing stuff so i'm away from the garden and then most of my seedlings end up dying so i end up having to buy from plant. Mm-hmm. But this year, mate, this year, actually, obviously, succeeding, <laughs> I'd be rubbish if I weren't, wouldn't I, if I'm constantly at home and I wasn't succeeding with my seedlings, but loads, mate. So I've been doing a lot of repotting on. Funny enough, that's what I've been doing today as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, like you, I've been sowing lots of seeds over the last couple of months and weeks and I'm, I was starting to feel like I was getting behind with the pipes and the mutton so I said today that's all I'm going to do is pot them on plant out some endive actually in the garden probably um, remove some swede a bit later like I planted last year and get some cabbages in there just at that point now where I just want to get the plants growing like what it sounds like with you you always think like repotting on it's like you, some, I don't know about you, but with me, I have a list of jobs that I want to get done in the garden. And repotting stuff on is sort of like a little side job. I think, oh, I'll do this job, and then I'll come and do a little bit of that afterwards, and it never happens. Yeah. Like, you've got to make, you've got to focus totally on repotting everything up in one big go, because if not, it just ain't going to happen. Well, it's a bit like weeding, isn't it? Repotting plants up is a sort of tedious task that takes a long time, but you're doing yeah. the same thing in and out and it's it's well yeah it's one of those jobs that just tends to get pushed to the side yeah, unfortunately so i've been smashing out open mate has been I've, I've i've done all my repotting up so i'm ready to go so it should be good and stuff's growing which is great yeah yeah <laughs> yeah is that your daughter that's olive she's going nuts out there this weather's helping isn't it i mean what i tell you what one good thing right rich yeah sort of coming away from repotting up is I've also laid a load of um, grass seed. Oh, yeah. I've got loads of, a bit of patchy lawn at the moment, so I've been doing grass seed. And as you may have just heard in the background of the podcast, she's out there at the moment going nuts. God, I don't know what she's doing. She's got a little paddling pool out. Yeah. I don't mind like having a paddling pool because at the end of the day, after a couple of days, the water is no good. Kids in and out. So I get myself a bucket, 
use it around the lawn, mate. Great idea. Always use it. I don't mind a bit of paddle and pull. For fun, fun, fun. Well, it's, it's better than it going down the drain, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's water in our garden. I tell you what, mate, we've had a right dry one as well, haven't we? Yeah. So, not not great time to sow grass seed, but as long as you keep it watered. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got to say, I don't think I've ever known it this dry in my 21 years that I've been on this planet. Well, I said this to someone the other day, right? Do you think it's because, like, now we are not causing so much pollution but the world is sort of thanking us nah. deep nah I don't nah, think okay. it's that nah nah I mean it, I, I'm no scientist but it might be might be something going on like that but I think it's I think we've just blessed with this lovely weather who knows in May we might suddenly get a load of showers so make the most of it while we can I wouldn't mind a shower in the evening mate do you know what I mean yeah, well, you'd start to you'd start to pong otherwise. Yeah, I knew you did that joke. <laughs> uh, what what sort of stuff have you been repotting on anyway? Uh, I've been repotting on, or I've planted out my endive. Re- yeah. Repotted on my cucumbers because I've got lots of lows. Repotted on my uh, Brussels sprouts, my quite a few brassicas, and also some of my pepper plants. I've got so many things going on, it's hard to keep track of what I'm doing. That's good. I'll tell you what, right, I've got one of my best pepper plants that's happening right now Mm -hmm. is being grown in... I did it as a make for one of these video things that I've done. I'm growing it in a pepper pig... Not a pepper pig, Percy pig. You know Percy pigs you get from M&S? You heard them for? Oh, you should try them, they're lovely. Right, okay, I haven't. Anyway, I thought what a great idea if you grew it in like a little... You know, a bag of sweets and yeah. eat the sweets first. And yeah. it's grown on the windowsill. It's doing better than any of my other plants in the other pots. Maybe as a tip, maybe the smell of Percy pigs, mate, help plants grow. Who knows? I'll have to Stop test that theory. Have to test that theory. <laughs> Stop yeah. Well, look, I'll tell you something else that I've been up to today. I've been opening presents that have been given to me from family. Uh, not right. not a huge amount of presents because I've told everyone not to bother. But those that have, and of course, garden gifts are the main thing. And I've got some pots of chilies. You know, love chilies. Awesome. What, like, like actual plants or the seed things? Seed sowing kits. They're like red little, almost like a fire extinguisher, red buckets to grow chilies in. Got a few have you tried them once before? No. I'll put it down on it, but I never seem to work out. But enjoy them. <laughs> Was worried that it's probably a bit late in the season to grow them, but I'll mm. give it a try. Or I can save it for next year. What What else did you get? I also got a thermometer for the garden with chickens on it. Um, a duck doorstop. My mum comes up with some crazy plants. Um, <laughs> then my mum and my sister both got me the same mug. So I've got two mugs that basically say, oh, I can't remember what it says, something like gardeners dig it in the garden. Classics. Yeah. So I can stand there with a mug in each hand. That's good, mate. They should have got you a Veg Grower podcast mug. Available from vegrowerpodcast.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> What's been, um, I remember we're going, we're going to talk about uh, show guns and stuff later. 
But what's been the... Because I always, as soon as you say you're a gardener, Christmas, birthdays, you're always going to get a gardening gift. What's yeah. been your worst gardening gift you've ever received? Don't say who it was from, obviously. No, no. Um, well, I can tell you it's probably something from my mum because she buys me some awful gifts from time to time. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's obsessed because I have chickens. She's obsessed with buying me chickens. And so she keeps yeah. buying me these chicken statues. Which, don't get me wrong, I appreciate it. I don't want to come across as unappreciative, but I've got so many of these things now that I'm a bit like, where do we stick them? Where do we <laughs> pop them? <laughs> so I guess that. Yeah, okay. I've, I once got um, I once got my brother for Christmas, which my mum and Nan were quite shocked about. The, what are they called? They're not called the Dirty Gardeners, but... You know that Perry and that were in it. The Naked Gardeners. The Dirty Gardeners. <laughs> <laughs> a Naked Gardening Calendar. With my mum, before my... I got it from my brother in it, and uh, my mum and that were like, cause we all sit around in the front room and know why we open them. And mum was like, oh, that's a lovely present, until she actually got to see the pictures of it and was like, oh, my goodness. Uh, well, that's for charity. No, yeah, it was all for charity. I don't know if they ever put it up in the, in the house. Oh dear! Um, yeah, that's certainly an interesting present, to mm. say the least. Uh well, um, anyway, if anybody else out there has had any interesting birthday or Christmas presents, garden related, then please get in touch and also let us know what you've been up to in your own garden or allotment today as well. Lee, I wanted to chat to you today about gardens or shows that we visited now. This year I was hoping to go to Cardiff, and that would have been the weekend just past. RHS show, Cardiff. You went there last year. You're going to be there this year. Unfortunately, it's been cancelled, so we can't go to that one. But what was your impression of it? Was it your first year last year? Yeah, first year. And to be honest with you, I'll be honest with you, Rich, I probably wouldn't have... I'm in Essex, so it's literally the other side of the country for me to drive to. I think about four or five hours. And I probably wouldn't have gone there had I not have um, been booked to talk there. But, I mean, just for the distance. But even if I weren't booked there again, I would have definitely gone because it was such a great show. And it's not massive. Like, if you think about uh, Hampton Court or even Tatton's quite a big one. But Cardiff is quite small. Mm-hmm. So it's manageable to get around. It's quite a lot packed in. Especially, it's really family-based as well, which is great for me, obviously. You've got the show gardens. It's all really nicely mixed together. And the best thing about it is, it's just dead right in the centre of Cardiff. So if you want to pop out for a little bit, have a look around Cardiff, come back into it, it's really easy to be able to do that. I just got a really good vibe from it. I really felt, I just really liked it. I just really liked that show. Yeah. I mean, that was the impression I got from it. It wasn't a huge show, but it was just the right size. I've been to. Sorry, go on, mate. I was going to say I was there for three days, and every single day I I I kept seeing new little bits. Yeah, that I hadn't seen before. I mean, I was going around chatting to a lot of people as well, but you know, I did spend the whole three days, and I enjoyed all all of them. Uh, it wasn't repetitive, which is it's good for a little show like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you're working at the same time as well, aren't you? There, so it's not like you're there as a punter for the whole day and going to go around it all in one day you've got to do 
might have a couple of hours a day to look around sort of thing yeah well, and also it's quite it's quite nice to be there for the full three days if you're working it because you do your bit of work and then you can also catch a couple of talks or even three i think one day i, I watched about three talks yeah. in one day is an hour long each talk if you're only there for one day obviously you've got to sort of pick and choose them sort of things but yeah but i loved it man i really did enjoy that show yeah yeah i mean i'm gutted i couldn't go to it last year basically because i saw the media going on and i thought actually that looks quite good um this year was planning to go can't happen but where i did go was mulvern and i have to say i really enjoyed mulvern last year it was huge a yeah. huge, huge site. And unfortunately, partly because I'm going around podcasting and stuff as well, didn't get to see all of it. But I think that's good in some ways, not being able to see all of it. Yeah, I mean, it gives you something to look forward to next year, doesn't it? Um, it's a beautiful... I love that show, Malvern. I mean, obviously, I did the, I helped, I I did the kids' um, school bits. I didn't really. They did it. But I was just there as the, the face. And what a face, by the way. And... Um, <laughs> But I love that show. It's really nice. Like, I know the team there. They're a really great team. They really just want everyone to enjoy themselves. They've got some great speakers there. The gardens are like, I mean, all show gardens. I can't really work out how they make some of these show gardens because they are just incredible pieces that take you away from the show. You look at them and, and ignore everything else that's going on around you. And you, you know, it could be anywhere. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. think... I think the one one of the ones at Mulvern this year was something. I mean, you know me and descriptions of stuff is awful, but one of them was like a orangey type. Remember that orangey one with the little rail cart thing? Yes, yes, like a Spanish orange grove. Yeah, yeah, mental, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That was amazing. Um, and yeah, and then obviously they've got the the smaller um, new designers bits, which is really great. Um, with the what's it? Uh, container, the container ones last year, I think it was. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it might I have think. been. It might have might been. Have. <laughs> um, yes, it was. Anyway, yeah. Yes, sorry, the container, the shipping containers. Yeah, remember the ones along near the stage bit? Yeah? Yes, yes, the shipping containers. I remember now, yeah. Um, and again, that's another great one for kids. It's, re- it's a really good one that caters to it, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I love that one as well. I mean, talking about this makes me feel sadder that we're not going to them, mate. But I think <laughs> out of, I'll rate, your, rate the shows. I think Car- Cardiff and Malvern are definitely up there and my favourites. Yeah, I mean, it is a bit sad that we can't go to these things. And But what usually on my birthday, we'll go visit a garden or we'll go to a show anyway, which is why I thought we'd talk about it. Yeah. But those... Those, well, Malvern, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. Brilliant show. Cardiff, I liked the look of. Gardener's World Live was the other one I went to last year, and I've been to that two years running now. I think that's really, really good. There's a lot to see there. Plus, you get the BBC good food. But again, because I'm there working, I don't get to see everything. But I don't mind that, because it gives me something to think about for next year that I can go and see. From what I hear, but Gardens World Live as well. I'm not. I wasn't going to be there this year, but there was a lot of they were changing it about a lot. Yeah, which I don't think is a bad thing sometimes for shows to change it about and make it a bit fresher. Do you know what I mean? I oh, totally, totally. Um, but the other show that I do normally go to, and that was cancelled this year anyway, was Chili Fiesta, which I was really, really not- looking forward to. 
Not a first person at all. That's at that West Dean Gardens, yeah? That's it, yeah. yeah I yeah. was going to come to that this year, I think, weren't it? Yes, that's right, yeah. And I've been going for about 10 years now, I reckon. Every year. I think it was one year I was on call, so I did make it, to be fair. But absolutely love that show, although it was getting the same thing each year. So it might have done it some good to not have it, whether it's this year only and they bring it back next year, I don't know. But it was growing each year, and it was getting bigger and better each year. Which the interesting I was... thing about Sorry, Rich. No, the interesting thing about the interesting thing about that is, is even though it's sort of the same thing, you'd still you'd still keep going back, mainly because it's an event in the year that brings you people. Like you went with your friends as well, didn't you? Yeah, we had a group of about ten of us going towards the end of it. I mean, it's an occasion of the year, isn't it? That was it. It was an occasion of the year because we had our friends come down to, from London to stay with us, and then we'll go and have a look and. Um, We'll go do our own thing when we're in there, but it was just more of a a social thing as well, an event that brought us all together with that yeah. one purpose. Uh, and obviously you were planning to come to it this year before they cancelled it, and that would have been more people who came into our group. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, last year was... Uh, what did we do with Mr Bushby? What oh. was his thing called? The Maze Garden Open Day. Maze Garden. Yeah, so I had an option last year. I would go to Chili... Oh, they didn't do Chili Fiesta last year, did they? They did do Chili Fiesta last year, yeah. Uh, but yeah. It was, that was the thing. That was the options. Maze Garden or that, because they were quite, they're quite close together, aren't they? Yeah, I think they were one week apart from each other. And Chili Fiesta last year, they had the strong winds, if you remember. So they had to cancel it on the Saturday. So we had to go on the Sunday. They had a right mare, didn't they? That's right, yeah. But that was all over the country that was going on. Mm. Well, yeah, we had yeah, not a great time then, did we? No. Oh, yeah, oh, it's a shame that that one as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, another RHS one that I, sh- I should mention, I know it's quite far for you to travel. And again, a bit like Cardiff, it's quite, it's, I mean, that's the reason that there's so many RHS shows in there because depending on the area you live in, you're going to go to that show. Yeah. But Tatton was a really good one as well. Right, yeah. Love Tatton. Yeah, I, I, well, that was one I wanted to go to this year. Uh, I've not seen a huge amount of it on media. It didn't seem as well covered as Cardiff. No. Cardiff seemed more... Last year was probably the most media I'd ever seen on it, Yeah. social media-wise. Yeah, I noticed that. It, it seemed very, very well covered with social media. Tatton, not so much. Which was a, a great shame because it does look like one of the better shows. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's quite a long way away. But you know me, I don't mind travelling at the best of times if it's worthwhile. It's just really nice. It was just really nicely set out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good time. Great stuff. Now, obviously, the the big one is obviously Chelsea, which I have absolutely zero intention to go to ever. Mm. Purely. Because from what I see, and I know you're probably going to disagree with me a bit, but for me, what I see is it's more like a champagne on the lawn event. Yeah. And it's bloody expensive to get into as well. Right. Right, let me tell you about Chelsea. Okay? Well, okay. Let's get into Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I was I felt exactly the same about, about it as you did, mate, when uh, I first started going. And I go when I can, when they let me in, 
on the press day. So it's a totally different experience. We'll come to that side in a minute. Not last year. Maybe it was last year? No, the year before that. I went on the press day. It was No, it was last year. Went on the press day, which was wicked. Might have been the year before. And then I took my auntie on the Friday. Paid for a ticket for her and myself on the Friday. And it was a different experience than press day. Because of because of the site, it's quite small, and the amount of people they pack into it is ridiculous. Yeah. So you don't get to see the gardens quite as well, unless I mean, unless you're a bit of argy bargy to try and get to the front. I mean, one thing I can I can never understand is people taking photographs of gardens at show at shows. <laughs> I can't I can't get my head around it because everyone's everyone's there trying to get the best angled photo and i think if i mean one what are you going to do with that photo and two if you just go online you'll probably get a pretty decent photo, <laughs> photo of it without margin just enjoy the experience of looking at it and reading about it and then get the photo later on and then show people about it yeah actually that's something else i noticed i mean i'm quite a keen photographer uh and i i go out on a day out i'm my eyes are behind that camera lens all the time and especially shows like that i'm like click 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 let's take photos and then i think well the trouble is i can't get that photo because there's too many people around that are ruining it unless i go really really early before it opens or something but then i feel that loses the the essence of what i'm trying to get is i'm a a punter i'm a a standard person on the street if i can't do it then i feel it's wrong but my wife we went out a couple of months ago and she told me leave the camera at home this wasn't a garden visit it was just a day out and you know what i took in so much more because i didn't have that camera with me yeah that's it it's a bit like when people go to concerts in it and and film it i think what the hell's the point you get a pretty you'll get it on tv better than this mate yeah <laughs> Um, but you do experience stuff a lot better without it. Do you know what I mean? I think that's all. That's the case with everything, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, people say going a little tad, a tad off um, on a tangent, but it is me, so it's, it's probably allowed. Um, <laughs> I say the same about Olive, my daughter. About uh, you know, if she's riding her bike, I'll oh, take a take a video, take a video. I'm like, it could be quite nice just to experience this as as this as being here. Yeah. Like we, I've got loads of footage of me when I was small, and you'd almost think that my mum was uh, a single mum, yeah. Because <laughs> dad's always behind the camera, yeah. Um, so yeah, hundred percent. But anyway, the Chelsea uh, experience is very different from press day, and I thought exactly the same as you. It is very champagney and um, you know a bit lardy da, and I, I for a few years I fought it. If you don't fight it, mate, it's a great day out. <laughs> <laughs> just go with it, all right? right. Just go along with it. Um, although I think I was the only one there with a pint, a pint glass in my hand, but you know. Yeah, but it's still a lot of money to get into that show as well, isn't it? And that's probably what puts me off more than anything is the price of it. But then I, I'm a... I paid, I paid about eighty quid for my auntie's ticket. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I'm a tight ass at the best of times, but to pay that on a day out where it seems to me like there's a lot of stalls trying to sell you stuff seems a bit of a 
bit of a rip-off. I think I, I think doing that. it once. I think doing it once as a as a, an experience. It's an experience thing. I mean, you're going to yeah. get the diehard that go there all every single year. If you're, if it was me, I'd say to do it once, save save up, go there, do it, do it properly, because you're going to be spending blooming, I think, twelve quid for fish and chips. There's nuts. Do you know what I mean? But if you don't, you've got to go there with the mindset. I'm at Chelsea just because I'm always like that. I'm like, 12 quid for fish and chips? You're kidding me. You know, I've got to pop out the gates. I'll get it for a fiver. But <laughs> you go the mind, like all them sort of things. You go the mindset like, I'm only going to do this once. Got got to experience it properly. Um, and you can afford you can afford to. Like, like I say, it's a it's a once a once in a lifetime experience rather yeah. than something you'll go to every year. Right. Okay, well, you're selling it to me a bit more now. I may, yeah. I know what Amanda wants to go one year, so I may treat her. I think she deserves a treat after all this, but this year, we're well, certainly. I already love it. She wanted to go for years, like, she used to, I took her for her 60th birthday, and she said she wanted to go her entire life, and she loved it. Um, right. I think last year she did ask if she could go again. I said, You've got to be joking now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Now, uh, let's move away from the shows, gardens that are worth visiting. Something I know you quite like to do, because we have gone and visited a garden near you recently, which was brilliant, got to say. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Do you do much of that normally? Not enough. Not enough of it. Um, we spoke a lot of times, didn't we, that if I go and visit a garden, it's probably going to be in the winter, yeah. because I'm so busy during the summer, I never get to experience them. Even like... Um, so like Beth chatted when we went I know it was out of season but I loved it because I got to actually go to a garden Yeah, I haven't been to I haven't been to loads and loads of them to be honest with you because I've just as soon as I got into like gardening uh, and then I started getting into like media side of things but the prime time to go was just taken over by work right yes um, but that was one of my things <laughs> Unfortunately, badly timed. That was one of my yearly, what's it called, resolutions. Yeah. To go to more. There you go. <laughs> to go to more gardens. Yeah. Uh, that worked out well, didn't it? <laughs> well, once they open, it gives us something to look forward to because I go to quite a few, and I absolutely love going and visiting them. Yeah. I love it more if they've got a vegetable patch. That's always quite high on my list of what I would like to see more of. But yeah. but there's so much we can take away and learn from them that I sometimes feel it gets a bit forgotten about these these gardens. That It's not just a case of going and having a look around at plants and how they've done their garden. It's a case that you can go and get inspired for what you might want to do in your own garden. Now, for example, West Dean, where we have the chili fiesta, something I really love that they have there is these long stretching arches, but the arches are using pear trees to create the arch. Love it. And now I was working in the garden the other day, and I've got two apple trees that we have in pots from when we got married. They're only thin sort of things. They grow fine. But I figured I could pop those over our arch and recreate that sort of thing from West Dean. And that, nice. that is where I see a great visit to a good 
garden it comes into its own i love i love a good i do love a good old garden visit man yeah um like i say it is it is good for ideas and and, and pinching little little nuggets of ideas from them i think i think it's really good Beth Chatter was good. I'll tell you what I did um, where I went to. You've been to Halligan. What's it called? What's it called? Halligan Gardens. Halligan Gardens for Halligan, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been there? I've never been there, but they were one I want to go to. In fact, I think they're on the list for the two for one entry in Gardeners World Live magazine. So, Mate, I suggest it. I took Sam and Oliver there, and they loved it. Yeah. Really good. So, so what is that? The Hanging Gardens for Halligan. It's uh, some gardens. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one with the. Have you, you must have seen the picture of the big, <laughs> the big woman, <laughs> the big like. Mud, it's like mud, but it's got moss on it. You must have seen yeah. the picture of it, you know? Yeah, right, I've, so I, I've seen it, but I'm thinking more of the listener. Yeah, well, I can't. I mean, you know, I'm rubbish at describing. <laughs> it. Right, but it's quite. It's quite foresty. It's quite forestry, uh-huh. but there's. Um, is it that one? Yeah, it is. It's the one with. Uh, it's had it's got some walled gardens in it, which is an incredible allotment. But when they took it over, I'm gonna do an awful, awful way of describing it here. But when they took it over or, or found the gardens, they never knew this walled allotment garden was there. Right. And until they started hacking away at the the growth, so it was just left. It was just left to, to ruins, basically. Wow. Lost Gardens of Halligan. That's it. Lost Gardens of Halligan. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Lost Gallon. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, well, it makes sense now, doesn't it? Yeah. So they started hacking away with it. And, I mean, obviously now it looks awesome and they've got everything growing in it. Yeah. Um, but seeing the pictures of how they took took over it is just incredible. And one of the things I saw there, which I, I'm never going to be able to create, but I thought was really clever and I learned from. And again, I'm going to do an awful description of it now but the you you'll know exactly what i mean as soon as i say it i think it was like pumpkin beds or something like that but it was heated by you know what i'm saying but you're heated by the, yeah but on the side so on the sides of the yeah you know what i mean yeah you want to describe that better than me they're called hotbeds they're quite often used to grow pineapples in victorian times so oh, i would, see it's not pumpkins it's pineapples they're growing there you're right yeah well they do do pumpkins as well but the idea is the the manure would go in a sort of well around the outside of this almost like a concrete shed a brick shed with or a brick small brick cold frame i guess it has this well around the outside they would throw horse manure and rotten material in and the heat from that would heat up the inside yeah yeah i know exactly what you're talking about so clever i I thought that's, that's such a brilliant idea but anyway, it's an awesome place, um, and I think to take kids there is wicked. Really great people is that that um, that are there as well, which is cool. Um, I think I did a po- I've got a podcast somewhere with them. Yes, on, on the podcast. Yes, I remember listening to that one. It was a couple of weeks years ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, it was now. Yeah, crikey! But it was such such a great garden, and and we couldn't get around everything in, in one day. Like there was so much to see. There's also animals and stuff there for the kids and that. But that. That, uh, I think it's made of mud or clay. The woman uh, that's covered in moss. Yeah. Not as big, not as big as you'd, it looks big on the pictures. <laughs> that's like always the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was wicked. Like, what well, I love going down like that way on holiday. And I messaged them about coming in and they were like, well, like, I said, yeah, of course. They were really nice about it. And 
you know. And for Sam and Olive to come away saying they loved it is a win in my book, mate. Yeah, it means she's going to want to go there again. Definitely. If yeah. I was down there, if I would go down there when we do go down on holiday again, a hundred percent I'd go there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's one of my wish lists that I want to visit, along with the Eden Project, which I think is down that way as well. Eden Project is wicked, man. I love it there. Yeah, I think it's such a it's incredible. Again, that's another place that you think you'd see everything. If it's not a massive site, you think you see everything in a day, but there's so much to do, so much to do there. Yeah. Um, and I stayed there. I stayed there a good, well, about five years ago. I stayed at the, they've got a hostel there made of containers. Right. And I stayed for a couple of days. Again, I was doing a, I was doing a show there, but it was so good to see. They've got all the rainforest and things. And again, it's one of them gardens that take you away from from where you actually are, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because they're basically giant, spherical greenhouses, if you like, and you inside there, they've created their own microclimates, as I understand it, inside those. Yeah, and amazing to see um, what you, it's just an old quarry that used to be there. Yeah. And seeing how it used to be, I'll tell you one thing we did do when we were there, they've got a, um, I'm losing my words today, but you know, here you go, here's a description for you. Uh, you attach yourself to a line, a zip line. I don't know why I was going to think of a zip line. <laughs> attach yourself to a zip line, you go across the whole quarry and go over the domes. It's wicked, mate. You know what? That might mean I can sell it to my wife to go to that because she loves going zip lining. There you go. You've got to do it. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely one of my wish list as well. Well, I'll tell you one garden that I've also visited that's fairly close to you actually in saffron walden it's called audley end house don't know if I've you've ever been there for it. it is a huge estate but what i really loved about it is they have these old victorian walled gardens where vegetables are grown but they've still got the old peach houses with the old heating system that you can i mean the heating system is not in use anymore but you can literally see where they've dug away the earth about I don't know, probably a good 10 foot down, and you can see all the mechanism and everything from it. I love how the Victorians created a lot of these gardens and used the technology of the time to get them yeah. growing a lot of these plants that we struggle to grow even to this day. That's true. It's crazy, isn't it? It's really, like you say, it's really educational, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, certainly because you're saying to think about and take home. This is why I love going to these places, and I'm a quite a bit i'm quite into my history anyway but to actually go and see it and relate to your own thing makes a big difference definitely man 100 percent. yeah so good can i tell you about something on totally the other end of the scale go for it all right there's a place and again i've done a podcast about this a long long time ago a place in colchester i think i did i tell you about it when you come down called no magic yes you did yes I'm so, next time you're, you're here, I'm so great taking you there. There's a place called No Magic, right? And it's basically, um, it's not even a gut. It's a, well, sort of is a garden, I suppose. It's mainly, mainly like a woodland. And they've got about over a thousand gnomes right. going around. And randomly a T-Rex. It's the strangest place. It's one of them places which we went to and it was empty. There wasn't a single person there, but it stayed open, right? It's such a strange place. If anyone has heard of No Magic on this podcast, let me know. Yeah, and that's in Colchester. It's an experience, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll have to uh, 
Well, the next time we're Marple, we'll have to go and visit that. Zero education in that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just something a bit different, though. But then it's like the Poison Garden. I don't know if you've heard of that one. No. There's a garden uh, somewhere, but everything in there is poisonous. You can go around and have a look, but everything in that garden is poisonous. I forget what it's called now. It's quite well known. Down your way or up my way? I think I think it's in somewhere in the country. Hang on, let's let's have. That's Andy. Yeah, thanks for that, Rich. You're welcome. You know, let's have a look. I think it's I think it's Midlands, the Ornwick Garden Poison. Oh, it's near Glasgow by the looks of it. Or okay, we'll pop up there then. Yeah. Oh, no, Northumberland. Oh, okay. So, way up north. That could be an interesting one. Yeah. Well, I'm interested because we've spoke about going to theme parks to look at a garden, say, having theme parks, haven't we? And this is a garden that is a theme park. What? This is a garden that is a theme park, effectively, if you think about it. The Poison Garden. Oh, no, not like roll- what you're saying is they're not roller coasters there. You're saying just as a... Yeah, it's not like a garden you go around... Well, it is a garden you go around to look at the plants, but the whole thing is it's a poison garden, the deadliest garden in the world, they call it. What the heck? Well, we've got to check this out. <laughs> yeah. Oldwick Garden, the gardener's cottage in Northumberland. I've just pulled oh, it up okay. online to have a look. Hmm, interesting. Well, we're, we'll have to check that one out, mate. We're going to have to come up with a, a wish list, aren't we, for 2021? Yeah, yeah. Well, something to look forward to for 2020 as well when this is all over and things start opening up. Fingers yeah. crossed they start opening up this year, of course. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess over to the listener then to suggest any places that they can think of that are worth a visit as well. Something for everybody to look forward to is the way I like to yeah. think of it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me again today, Lee. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. Can't wait to come up to Colchester and see you again. Um, and go see the Gnome Gardens and stuff. Anybody wants to find more about you? Where do they go? Just Google Skinny Jean Gardner. Skinny Jean Gardner. <laughs> I say the same thing every time. Just Google it. <laughs> I know, I know. But I've always got to offer you that chance. One day you might surprise us and say something different. I've got to say, (laughs) (laughs) I've got to say, what I'm really liking on your podcast at the moment is the Lotment podcast. Good, isn't it? Yeah. Say that I'm, I'm a writer, performer, editor. I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm everything in it, right? But it's good. I'm really enjoying that. That on the, I'm doing these three minute pods every morning, and one of them is like a series. Which is sort of like the art. Someone said the archers have stopped, have they? <laughs> and I'm taking over for now. I think the archers are still going, as far as I know. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. sorry. I, I saw someone tweeting me say, but I thought maybe mine scared <laughs> them off. But yeah, yeah it's a bit like that. It's just a series at the moment which is going on, which um, just a little bit of fun, really, Rich. But it's nice to do something a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's something I'm really liking actually because. I've I've suggested this idea for quite a while that we need something like that to in the podcast world and you're doing it. So yeah, big I need the idea me. for our conversation, sure. Um, yeah, I wasn't gonna say that, but I'll um, I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 let you have that. You did nick it from, from that but I said at the time well, I wasn't the right person to do that anyway, so 
You didn't have the, the the man of many voices like myself. That's no, the thing, isn't it? No, my acting is terrible. So. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be on it then. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, why? Well, we'll close up for today this podcast. So thank you so much to the listener for joining in. As I said, if you've got any suggestions or anything you want to contact us about, it's Richard at to email or you can leave a comment at thevegroundpodcast.co.uk or you can find us on social. But for today, please take care and I'll see you again next time.